Welcome to that one show, Season 2, Episode 12, Ask Us Anything. Now, we're doing this for a couple of reasons. Lisa McIntosh said that she wished that Dixie and I would do a whole show where we didn't have a specific topic, and we just bantered back and forth for the duration, and I dropped the ball and didn't have time to properly research, edit, and record a normal-type episode this week. So we took listener questions on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We got close to 40. We have cut them up, and instead of putting them in a hat in true hillbilly fashion, we've put them in an old Cool Whip bowl. So we took it a step farther. Yeah, you all know good and well that when you go to your granny's, the leftovers come home in an old Cool Whip bowl. Well, the questions that you all sent down are in an old Cool Whip bowl tonight. Now, hold on a second. Uh, So this Cool Whip bowl was given to us by a neighbor who makes magic bars. And so we have her brand name craft Cool Whip bowl, but we have a Creamy Whip lid on it, which is the off brand. This is as hillbilly as it can get. (laughs) Can't even match up the brands. No, we got got the actual craft brand bowl and the Save-A-Lot brand. Creamy Whip Lid. Yes. So we have enlisted Natalie to randomly pull 25 questions out. If your question does not get asked, we do apologize. But if we did all 40, we'd be about a three-hour show. Ain't nobody got time for that. Not even Lisa would want to hear that. So Natalie, how are you tonight? I'm doing good. So let's just go ahead and get started. Pull out a question and ask it, and Dixie and I will both answer it. Gotta shake up the cup. This is a question for. Uh, this is a question for Dixie. Do you actually hate the band Kiss? Once and for all, I do not hate the band Kiss. I actually like a lot of their songs. I hate the song Beth, which I know that song is near and dear to many hearts. So if this is a deal breaker for you, I understand. But I like the band Kiss. I've always liked them. I like their makeup. I like their songs. I like everything about them. I like that they've went on how many reunion tours? A hundred. Yeah, and I've not been to a single one. I have. But I do not like this song. I hate two songs in this world, Beth and Manic Monday. Okay, do you like Hard Luck Woman? Yes. It's it's almost the exact same song. I'm totally okay with that song. I don't know what it is. I'm good with that song. Uh, I hate the song, Beth. I like the band Kiss. Well, in in interest of fairness, we both have to answer these questions. Y'all know I love Kiss. I do not hate them. Uh, Dixie, though, you just said in your opening statement that you like many of their songs. Give me three. Rock and roll all night. Um, I can't name, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know their names. Now, I'm going to let you be the impartial judge here. Does Dixie hate Kiss? I do not. Yeah. You named <laughs> their most popular song. Well, if I hate Anybody Kiss, could name that song. If if I hate Kiss, then you love NSYNC. No. Yep. That doesn't make... If you are going to go ahead and take what I say... You can't name more, more than one song, though. Did we bring Natalie to help gang up on me? Or no, something? but... I, we just asked for you to name three songs. You said many, and you can't name Name one. two. <laughs> one more. Uh, the verdict's in. Next question, Natalie. <laughs> How do you like your coffee? Uh, it's easy for me, black. That's the only way to drink it. If I wanted to drink milk, I'd drink milk. As much creamer as possible. And what do you call it? 
your creamer? I call it yuck because that's what Audrey calls it. <laughs> All right. Next one. That was an easy one. Short and sweet. You can only save one. Music, books, or movies. Ooh, you want to go first? Go ahead, Brian. I know you're dying. No, I'm going to think about that for a minute. I'd, which, no. one, which one are you saving of the three? Movies, music, I'm saving music. Saving books, because without books, the world would be a much worse off place. That's where all of our knowledge is contained, our history is contained, and they were books were here before movies, definitely, and more than likely here before music. And I know a lot of people out there are trying to ban books, and I ain't standing for that. Um, well, you know what they can't ban? His music, and what about the Gregorian chant, Brian? They can ban music. Ask the Dixie Chicks. Ask, that is true. But <laughs> come on, the man. Gregorian chant is older than any book. I don't okay? even know what that is. Well, see, there you go. I just dropped some knowledge on you. Well, you could just made up a random word, and I wouldn't know no better. <laughs> Look it up. Gregorian? Yes. That sounds like somebody lives up old book. Brian, we were in the exact <laughs> same music class in college. I, I got an A. What'd you get? I'm pretty sure I got an A, too. Well... I didn't try. <laughs> Gregorian. If you could join any band, which band would it be and why? I'll give you the opportunity to go first if you want to. Well, go ahead. I'm going to think. You're mad. Go ahead. I can't. <laughs> I don't have an answer right now. Go ahead. Oh. These questions come out, out of nowhere. That's a tough one. Uh, I don't want this, you know, dead silence. So who would be the most fun band to tour with? I would go Foo Fighters. Because they, I think that Dave Grohl would just be really cool to hang out with for like three months when you went on tour. And I have zero musical talent other than playing the little egg that's got like little peas in it that shakes. Mm -hmm. uh, I did that one time. A maraca? No, it's literally an egg. You can look it up. They sell them on Amazon. It's like a little plastic egg that has like a bunch of rice in it and you shake it. Now, hold on. You made an entire album. With the kazoo. Well, I could play the kazoo too. Okay. But but if they if the Foo Fighters are looking for an egg or a kazoo player, I'm your man. Well, I played the triangle and band <laughs> and the cymbals. I had like two or three uh, tasks and I mastered those. So I too would join the Foo Fighters. I'm surprised that you didn't say Pearl Jam. Well, they probably ain't that fun of a hang to be honest with you. They They're too intense. They probably they probably <laughs> were back in the day. But they don't look like they like to have a lot of fun these days. <laughs> Shake up the cup. Hey, when's Kevin Davison going to come? I'm, I'm working on him. What's your favorite and least favorite color? Ooh. My favorite color is pink. My least favorite color is, I guess, gray because it's boring. My favorite color is black. No questions asked. Always has been. Always will be. And my least favorite is the Pacific shade of orange that those dirty, nasty Tennessee volunteers wear. <laughs> it looks like somebody ate 18 pumpkins and then puked them up, ate them again, and then shit them out. Into a traffic cone. Tennessee orange <laughs> is the worst color of all time. I'm sorry, Andy and Sarah. I'm not. <laughs> Do you believe in aliens and ghosts? <laughs> Well, I've seen both. <laughs> so, heck yeah, I do. I do not believe in aliens, but I do. How do you not? I want to believe in ghosts. I have not seen any of them, but I really want a ghost of my own. All right. Number one, saw an alien when I was 14, 6 o'clock in the morning, waiting on a school bus, landed on the hill. Two of them sons of bitches got out, walked around, got back in, and it floated off. Number three, 
two years later, saw a ghost pass through the hallway of my old house from one bedroom to the next, wearing all black. I turned every light on the house on, then my mom and dad got home. I slept on the couch for a year after that because that ghost went into my old bedroom, and I did not go into that thing for almost a year. I 100% believe in ghosts and aliens, and that's all there is to that. Okay, so there is absolutely nothing haunting your mom and dad's house. There is no graveyard. There is no nothing. Have you seen the Indian relics in my old bedroom? So? Those things are full of demons. <laughs> Natalie, back me up on I this. They, they look at you while you sleep. They are creepy, yes. But I I really want my own ghost. And no. our house is not haunted, and but I, I will haunt no, it. I, no, no, no. We want it to stay that way. Well, too bad. I'm going to get a ghost someday. All right. Let's do two more and we'll take a break. What's your favorite video game? Ooh. None. My favorite game of all time is probably Super Mario Brothers 3 for the original Nintendo Entertainment System. Now, I want to use this opportunity because Dixie said none. There is a particular genre of game, Drink Lee, that she is really good at, even though she's really <laughs> bad at. And that is a any type of fighting game, especially Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Now, the way I work when it comes to Playing any video game, especially a fighting game, I figure out the computer or the, you know... There's a pattern. The pattern to yeah. it. There is zero pattern to Dixie with fighting games. She literally just starts mashing random buttons. I so, don't even know what the buttons do, and but I try to do backflips every time. I they're totally unpredictable, <laughs> and I can't do nothing with her. She consistently beats me probably about 70% of the time at fighting games, but that's it. That's the extent of your talent. And now when it comes to driving games, I've never seen somebody worse. I find the nearest corner and I get stuck in it. I literally played a racing game with a dude that was legally blind that did better than Dixie yes. does. <laughs> so therefore my answer Natalie, is... Let's, let, let, you're big into video games. I'm going to let you answer this one real quickly. You don't have to go into details. What's your favorite video game? Probably Rainbow Six Siege. All righty. One more and we'll take a quick break. What was your favorite cartoon as a kid? Dixie, you want to think for a minute? Ryan, I, you've already got your answer. Go ahead. You know my answer. It's Masters of the Universe. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best of all time. <laughs> I have the power. Skeletor. Skunk. I mean, they had a dude called Skunkor, and when you bought his figure, he smelled like a skunk. Come on, man. What are you? Mine, growing up, I really liked Bobby's World. And... um. I guess as an adult, I like SpongeBob, but then after Natalie started watching SpongeBob, it got super annoying, and I suddenly did not like SpongeBob anymore. So as an adult, well, as a, teen, a kid, a teenager, an adult, because this ran for 30-some seasons, The Simpsons, I have to hear it at this time give a shout-out to Gravity Falls. Yes. So when Natalie was growing up, anybody that has kids or uh, has had young kids know that 99% of any shows made for kids it's horrible as an adult, and it is literally torture to get through. Gravity Falls is the exception to the rule. It works on a level that both the parents and the kids can enjoy. I love it. We've rewatched it several times. If you've never watched it, it's on Disney+. Plus. I highly recommend Gravity Falls, Grunkle Stand, Z Seuss. And you said several times. 
which is a band, a boy band on there, and we left them off of our boy band episode. We should have included them. Well, I'll do a quick shout out then too to Phineas and Ferb. I really liked that show. I thought it was very clever. And Natalie, I think we watched every episode. That how many days of summer did they have vacation? A million. A million. One hundred and eighty. But I really like that cartoon also. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we've got a new sponsor this week. It is. Well, I forgot what it is, but I already recorded the ad, so we'll run it. <laughs> we are back on the special Ask Us Anything edition of that one show. Natalie Combs is drawing out questions submitted by you all, the listener, out of a Cool Whip Bowl. And Dixie and I are answering them. We said anything goes, and it has so far. And what, she's she's being sure to lay on the sound, the sound effect. <laughs> what is the next question, Natalie? What's the band breakup you regret the most? So the one that hurt us the most, I guess. The one that, were, that made us the most sad. Uh, for me, uh, do you have an answer off the top of your head? I got to think about this one for a second. No, I don't listen to bands. Does it? Like well, does we could count boy bands. Nah. In well, sync? No, I don't care if they're together or not. I can still listen to their songs. I'm not heartbroken well, by anything. Like, does it count if like somebody died in the band and then they didn't tour anymore? I guess. Uh, See, I don't feel that heartbreak because I can listen to their music anytime I want to. Um, so it's like. I'd say REM for me. They had a lot left in them. I thought they were still together. They haven't been in together <laughs> oh in almost my. 15 years. Watch you act like you know, Natalie. No, R E M for me. You don't have an answer at all on this one. I said my answer. I'm not heartbroken when people break up. <laughs> <laughs> all righty then. Sorry, it's not the answer you like. No, I, it's fine. What would your death row last meal be? All righty. Um, so you can actually get anything you want, and it's multiple items. So I would have... My mama's pecan pie. My mom's was pecan pie. I would have uh, Tex-Mex that my mom made. Uh, ice cold uh, beer uh, to drink. Ice cold beer. Uh, a little, a little bourbon. And then a bunch of vinegar because you more than likely puke while they're electrocuting you. And I'd want to puke the nastiest puke that's ever been puked. <laughs> that's disgusting. All right. So I, of course, want cornbread. Yep. That's it. Just, just a big bunch of cornbread. And corn on the cob. What do you street want to drink? Corn. Street corn. Mexican yes. street corn. And Fish tacos. Diet Coke. What about fish tacos? <gasps> fish tacos, yes. Right. And Diet Coke. Well, you, you all know what I want more than... You don't have to add anything to help you puke. <laughs> That's all that, just swimming around with the juices flowing through you. Yep. You're going to puke on them people. What's the one chore you hate doing the most? I know Dixie's answer. Dusting. Yeah, dusting for sure. I, I hate dusting. If it was up to me, I would take all of our decorations and do like my sister Angie and get rid of all of them. So I never have to dust them. Mine is mopping. I hate it. I cannot stand it's so it. Gross. It's just nasty. It makes me it just ugh. But let me give a shout out to the family of all three of us here. We tag team chores. We do. And we work together to get them done. 
Teamwork makes the dream work. I ain't, I'm not chauvinistic in a way that I don't think a man should help out around the house. As a matter of fact, I clean the whole house sometimes mm-hmm. out of uh, out of the kindness of my own heart. And I only have to go back and do a couple of things over again. Yep, <laughs> yep. I, now, after many years, I finally, finally started folding the towels correctly, though, right? Yes. It, how long did it take me? Brian, all you have to do is roll them I'm, up. I understand. But, all you have to do is But how long did it take me up. to figure it out? 10, 12 years longer? Yes. Longer than that, probably. Just make a roll. What's the one chore you hate doing that? All of them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Washing dishes. That, vacuuming. I, hate, I also hate cleaning the cat's litter box because that is disgusting, too. Why do we have cats? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. There's no good reason to have a cat. No. Salem is a good boy. He takes the massive diarrhea, though. <laughs> it's, it's bad. All right, one more. How many tattoos do you have and what are they? Well, let me take this one, Brian. That's fine. When on my 40th birthday, I got a tattoo of one of my favorite song lyrics from the Avett Brothers. And on my probably 20th birthday, 20 years before that, I decided I wanted a purple butterfly, but to make it even more interesting, it is a tramp stamp. And I didn't (laughs) didn't realize that that's what it was called. I'll take up for you. I was a very sheltered person, and (laughs) I picked out that my lower back and found out years later that that's considered a tramp stamp, so I'm stuck with it, but it's pretty cool anyway. I never see it. I forget it's there. All right. So I have three. My first one I got is the chinese symbol for faith or at least we hope that no i looked it up i looked it up before i went up on google (laughs) yeah well it may not be it might it may it's like did britney have something it may just be chinese for butthole or or, or (laughs) sphincter or something uh i my second one is on my left upper arm it is a uh a a, a logo (laughs) for that pearl jam used to use in the late 90s and the early 2000s my most recent one I've had for a few months now, and it is on my right arm between my elbow and wrist, and it is a literally the little doohickey that you put inside a 45 vinyl album to be able to play it on a turntable. And no, and that is about it. Let us take a quick break and hear from our friends at the Goblin Trading Company. Hey, I want to tell you all real quick about the brand new presenting sponsor of that one show, the Goblin Trading Company. They make all kinds of cool stuff, shirts, t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs. Uh, they do a lot of D&D type merchandise, but they also have the, a bunch of exclusive That One Show merch. Uh, they've got me as a goblin, they've got me as a superhero, a Funko Pop, all kinds of stuff. You can get those on hoodies, coffee mugs, t-shirts, whatever you'd like. Check them out at etsy.com backslash shop 
backslash goblin trading i'll also have a link straight to their store in the show notes of this and every episode of season three once again for your official one show merchandise and much much more check out my friends at the goblin trading company Another one out of the cool whip bowl. <laughs> if you could be a contestant on any game show, what show would you pick? Double Dare. That's a brilliant answer. That's actually my second choice. Uh, my first choice is Jeopardy. I've tried out every year since I was 19. <laughs> I made it to the regions one time uh, when I was in college. Barely, barely missed out. But let's talk about Double Dare for a minute. Natalie and I tried that out for it once. Nat, you remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah, but we did not get picked. But I loved that show when I was little. And, uh, I mean, it had everything. You could crawl through ears. You could answer questions. You could beat up your sister. All kinds of cool things. I don't know. American Gladiators was pretty cool, too. Yeah, you got the crap beat out of you in that, though. I ain't fighting nobody bigger than me. Okay. Would you still love each other if your partner turned into a worm? <laughs> this is the most bizarre question we got. It's from Angie Michaels. I don't even know what it means. If you were a woolly worm, absolutely. I would love you probably even more than I love you already. Uh, I, I, nah, I gotta be honest. I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, if you was just slimy and like, like this. Woolly worms are not slimy. They are fuzzy. They're fuzzy. technically not even a worm, though. Well, that's what I'm calling it. Well, if you was a woolly worm, I might love you, but that's about it. I love woolly worms. Besides home, where's your favorite place to go in Kentucky? Um, I really like the gorge. I enjoy the gorge. Uh, Northern Kentucky, up and around Cincinnati, is pretty. Cool. Yeah, I love Covington. Uh, I like now. If you want a specific like place, place CD Central and Pops Resale, which I can spend hours on end and money. Mine's Buffalo Wild Wings. The any. It just any beat yeah, of state of Kentucky. <laughs> okay, specifically the one in Moorhead. All righty. Uh, <laughs> I like the Kentucky Theater. Uh, I like the Burl. The Burl is really yes. cool in Lexington. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kentucky has a lot to offer for my listeners outside of state. Come drink some bourbon, uh, eat some good food, take listen in to, nature, listen to some good music, go for a hike, and uh, that's my non-paid advertisement for Kentucky tourism. Yeah, there you go. You can only save one. Chapstick, cornbread, or Diet Coke? Okay, so obviously we both want to answer this. And I would save chapstick because it actually serves a purpose. You could, uh, If your lips get chapped up real bad, my lips hurt real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Go get something to nurse. She has like 10 sticks. But obviously if anybody knows Dixie, you know that she loves all three of these dearly. So obviously who, the listener that sent this in knows this, uh, knows Dixie well and I wants to put her on the spot. that it is Jodine Howard. Jodine Howard, huh? <laughs> That's who I guess. Yes. <laughs> and uh, if I had to go, I've went without Diet Coke before during Lent. 
I quite often go without cornbread because I don't know how to make it. And I'm at the mercy of people like Lucy Lovely to make me some cornbread. But so I cannot go without chapstick, though. I've got to have something slimy touching my lips all the time. Well, if I turned into a worm, I would be slimy and you could kiss me and still love me. I, I, you have to be a woolly worm. <laughs> but I wouldn't be slimy. Well, that's, that's why I got chapstick. <laughs> What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? All right. So, as some of y'all know, I'm writing a book, and I got one that you would be hard-pressed to beat, and we have a witness to it that's sitting here that can tell you that I, y'all know I probably embellished some. I thought you told the story. Not on, not on, not on my, no, I wrote about it and put, put the uh, preview of it out for people to pre-order my book. And... So many people have pre-ordered your book based on that snippet. And Absolutely, that's so they have. Sad. That's not sad. I knew what people like. So I, I don't think you're embarrassed of it by this point. You are proud of it, so you need to pick a different embarrassing but no, moment. No, but now at the time, it was horrifying. <laughs> and uh, so Dixie was my first true adult girlfriend. And over Thanksgiving break from Moorhead, I drove from my home to her, uh, and it was about a two and a half, three hour drive. Obviously, I, on Thanksgiving Day, you eat a lot. So I had eaten a lot the day before. And when you worry, you tend to get your bowels going. You had to poo poo. And I had to poop probably <laughs> one of the five biggest poops I've ever let. And I should have stopped at like a gas station or something and let that behemoth go, but I didn't. And when I got there, I greeted, I had never met her parents before, her foster parents. I greeted them quickly. I literally walked with my legs and butt cheeks clenched <laughs> as tight as they would go to keep the poop from falling out. And I let go in the toilet and I clogged it. And I could not find a plunger or nothing to get them turds out of the commode. And here come Dixie. And then here come her foster mom. And then here come the dad. They all three along with me just gathered around the commode like witches around a cauldron, trying to stir up something magic, looking at my poop, literally the first time I ever met them. Now, top that, y'all. Okay, so back in college, whenever, I can't top that, but anyways, I'll tell my story. Back in college, you had a roommate who often had friends over. He was also the resident <laughs> advisor. And... I walked in one day, and I don't even remember his name. Do you remember his name? The gentleman that I thought I was speaking to. But anyway, like one day he was in there. We laughed and cut up. Well, the next day I went by to see Brian, and there was another gentleman in there. And I said, hey, Tim, or whatever his name was. And he said, wrong black guy. So <laughs> I was very, I didn't know how to respond. Yes, they were both black. I didn't, I do not think they all look alike. I don't at all. It's just, he called me on my, hey, what's up? And I could have went and hit under a rock. I do not generally get embarrassed and I wanted to go hide. Well, in your defense, you don't, you have trouble remembering anybody's name, exactly. no matter their nationality or skin color or creed. Yeah. Yes. And you shouldn't ever try to call somebody by their given name. It's terrible. And, uh, and, and back to, to mind for a moment. If y'all enjoyed that story, I've got like probably 50 more like that in my book called Boof. 
musings and tales from an extraordinary, ordinary life. If you want to guarantee yourself a copy, hit me up. It's just 25 bucks. Anyway. Did you interrupt my embarrassing moments? No, you, I thought book? you were done. My bad. I don't have anything else to say about it. But I, just, I actually came to your defense because it wasn't nothing to do with him being black. It's just you can't remember nobody's name. No, but he was like wrong black guy. <laughs> All right. We got a few more. About six or seven more. Let's, let's get through these, Nat. Lord have mercy. If you could only go one place the rest of your lives on vacation, where would it be? So, basically. There's so many places I haven't been, so I don't know if, if I'd want to stay there. So, basically, if you get to go to this place every year for a week, and that's the only vacation you get to take. Oh, I'm taking New York City, believe it or not. The beach is the beach. When I go to the beach, I sit and read, but guess what? I do that 365 do. days out of the year. But New York has the Yankees. It has everything. I mean, there's something. Every trip to New York would be new because there's something new happening every day there. As much as you hate people, I that answer surprises me. But you know, I I, I, would I went on and on about how I love New York. You did like it for the rest of your life. That is your vacation spot for the rest of your life. So you would be like, oh God, I've been to New York last year. Now I got to go back and well, see. Well, no, see, here's again. the loophole. I get four vacation weeks out of the year. I would spend one in New York, but the other three, I would just get to stay at home and read books. There you go. Well, I would, somewhere sandy and warm is where I'd like to go. Buckhorn Lake. I'm good with that. <laughs> as long as I'm outside somewhere, I'm good. Uh, all right. All right. Next question, Matt. You're taking too long. That's my get job. Those questions rolling. What is your favorite show currently on TV? So it has to be one that has not like ended its run. So it's it's not been canceled or it's not finished out its story. Woo, that's tough. Cause most of things that's on TV nowadays are not good. Oh, I'd have to go with Stranger Things. It's got one season left, but I'm gonna be like a hundred year old before they get around to that. Those got those kids in that show are gonna be a hundred years old. They're all adults now. Yes. Yeah, I'll give a shout out to uh, The Last of Us. I was hesitant to watch it, and Dixie won too. And we've we've about, we're about like six episodes in, and I'm enjoying that really well. Mm -hmm. As a fan of the video game, they've done a better job than I thought anyone could ever do, especially in the casting of the two main leads, and I, the the episode that Nick Offerman was in, if he doesn't win an Emmy for Best Guest Star in a limited series next year, they might as well not have the Emmys no more. But anyway, that's my answer. Dixie, what you got? My answer is Farmer Wants a Wife. There's only been one episode. <laughs> I, tomorrow the new one comes out, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so listen up, people. Brian has an absolute monopoly on the TV. <laughs> There is sports or wrestling or the evening news. No, oh, wrestling's a sport. You didn't need to separate those. No, things. they do. Um, anyways, it. I rarely get to watch, sit down and watch television. When I do, it's usually when Brian's off doing something, Natalie's in the bed, and then I can watch TV. So I have one request of my family to watch a reality show with me. It has been years since I have seen Rock of Love, Flavor of Love, um, what is it? The real world on MTV. Love that. And for some reason, I guess it's so funny because we've given up on watching Yellowstone. I mean, you have a whole rant about Yellowstone, but this I thought was a new show because of the whole Yellowstone, like kind of feeding into that whole ranch and all this business. But apparently it's been on for like 10. Oh, so this is a new season. Seasons. Yes. This oh, is my bad. Season. I never even heard of I it. Only, 
I'm sorry, but I don't remember his name. But if you watched it, you know who I'm talking about. That guy was on something strong. Ryan. Right. He was on something Ryan was strong. Lit. So anyway, we watched our first episode, and Brian and I, Brian's given a commentary to Natalie the entire time about how this is all fake. One girl says she was a neuro, uh, she was studying to be a neurosurgeon. Brian's like, that's BS. Uh, I don't think any of those guys have ever ridden a horse before the show started. One of them was cracking a whip while riding a horse. And if you've ever worked on a ranch, you try not to do that because it freaks the horse out. It spoke the horse and he'll buck your ass off. <laughs> so I, I don't think that they quite and know the farm. None of their attire has a scuff on it. Yeah. But so. to spot on me, I'm looking forward to the next I'm episode. So <laughs> looking forward to it. Yes. So, so that's the long way around that answer let, is Farmer Once Let me just something mention here something real quick. Dish Network sucks. We've got rid of it and recently got YouTube TV. And there is a channel on there called MTV Classic that plays all music videos from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. And Dixie and Natalie can attest that was the happiest I've been in years when I found that channel last night, right? Yes. Um, we watched it more when I got home from school. Yes. I picked Natalie up from school, and the first thing was, when do they play more music videos? <laughs> I was like, it's home 24-7 now, baby. Yes. We saw two Red Hot Chili Peppers, some 41. Uh, we uh, AFI. Last night, Foo Fighters. Heart. Yeah. And I can't wait to get home after this recording and maybe fire that sucker up uh, for, for a little while longer tonight. And then tomorrow night, the farmer wants a wife. Yes. Better believe it. How long do you think you would survive in a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> I can tell y'all right now, I wouldn't survive long. I would just kill my. Uh, <laughs> I would survive longer than, any, than a lot of people just for the sheer fact that we live remotely and it take them a while to get to me. Uh, I own three guns. I don't have a lot of ammo. Um, I've watched enough zombie movies and whatnot to know how to kill zombies. Uh, the thing that, I, that I'd be hurting is I wouldn't re really be that self-sufficient in like killing food and, and making my own food. So I would give myself four to six months. Dixie? Well, I wasn't going to give myself a timeline at all, but I think I could, I could wait it all out. I just want, there wouldn't even be a point though. To just, like just get eaten by zombies eventually. No, well, now it'd be survive. fun to kill zombies, so I yeah, would live I, long I enough would, for them sons of bitches to come on through. I would just die trying to take out as many as I could. Yeah. So what I'd do is I'd actually just I'd have myself strapped up with some kind of explosive device, and I would once my last bullet was gone, I would let as many zombies as possibly could pile on, and then I'd sacrifice myself and take as many of them fellers out as I could. Four to six months. I'm surviving all the way through old age. What is your favorite fast food restaurant? Mine is Subway, hands down. I don't really, I, I can tolerate Taco Bell. I will eat McDonald's literally just one time a year, and that's if we're on vacation and we're running out of funds and we have to just eat something cheap <laughs> <laughs> towards the end of the vacation, Dixie. Mine's is Culver's. They That's have, a good one. I, have I, I my favorite chicken sandwich I, they're, and their honey mustard is yeah, yeah, and, they're, and their frozen custard is really good. I forgot yes. about them. Yeah, yeah. so, so I, I've drank them ahead of Taco that Bell. White Castle. Uh, White Castle's dead last. <laughs> you can only pick one, Sturgill or Tyler Childers? Um, Sturgill who? Stimson. <laughs> Stimson. <laughs> Sturgill Stimson. Yeah, he, that's that old, old man Stimson's boy. I was trying to make a joke, and you're like, Stimson. Like, I really didn't know who he was. Um, oh, my Lord. Y'all know my answer. Sturgill. I think he's the GOAT. The only man ever be, uh, be nominated in the bluegrass. 
the Americana, the country, and the rock and roll categories for album of the year at the Grammys. He's from Jackson, Kentucky. I'm biased towards people to Jackson, Kentucky. That being said, Tyler's great in his own right, and I got nothing to take away from him, but Sturgill's the man, Dixie. I like, I'll take Tyler because I can sing more of his songs all the way through, and he seems like less of a jerk, and I'd probably be able to tolerate being in the room with him. So Sturgill's not a jerk. I, no, I guess maybe it says whole persona. What was that thing that he was doing? Dick like, Daddy. Yes. But you know that that was for charity, right? I know. Brethet kind of got 200 grand from the Dick Daddy merchandise sales. I know, but he just he, he just kind of comes off as like just arrogant and stuff, and well, I think he, I would like Tyler better. He's got a right to be. Yes, he does, but I like We've Tyler got two questions. Questions left. Which of the two is funniest? Like, which one are you funniest? Um, I try to be funny and often fail, so probably you, Brian. Yeah, I probably am. But it's it's sarcasm a lot. Well, you always just come right out with what you're thinking, and me, I try to read the room and think about my words. Are they going to offend somebody? I don't or care. Be wrong? I don't. Or am I going to have to answer to them later? So, Who no. Cares? Listen, I worried about what people thought of me. My whole life, 10 years ago, I made the conscious decision not to give a crap no more. And I've been a better person for it. Now, that's that's not saying I go out and be mean to people. I try to be nice to people as possible. I wake up every day and say, hey, try not to be an asshole today. And I fail a lot of days, but there are some days I get through the entire day without being an idiot or an asshole. But when you are one of those two things, it's funny most it of the time. It is. So, yeah. It is. Last question. It's a dandy. <laughs> Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? <laughs> well, Who that, asked what this? is this? Hold on a minute. I, I don't That's even know what this is asking. Question of the night. It was the last one Who of all things. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck <laughs> or one hundred duck-sized horses? So, would you rather fight a giant duck that's literally the size of a racehorse? Or like 100 little bitty tiny horses running around that's like maybe eight inches tall. Oh, my I God. Would, I would have to say <laughs> one giant duck because, like, the little tiny horses probably take your ankles out. So, what are, we, are we fighting them barehanded? I don't think that they are. They put that much thought into this question. Uh, number one, I ain't out in a person. They wrote this in, but brother, I know what you like to do at 420 every day. And you had and this question come in like at 425. <laughs> so I know what's up. No, Lee don't smoke dope at 420. Oh, my bad. You don't even know what 420 means? I just know that he somebody tried to pass him a joint at the at a concert and Aubrey slapped it off his hand and called him every name. But I'm not but but you you ain't gonna be out of here today, brother. But I don't know any pot smokers, so you don't have to worry about me. You do. I don't. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, I'd fight the horse-sized duck because you're going to get through about half of them duck-sized horses, but they're finally going to over. <laughs> you're going to get tired. I mean, literally, you're just going to get – it's going to be a war of attrition, and they're going to outlast you by sheer numbers. And there'll probably be like 30 or 50 of them left, and then you've had to lip because they'll just get them big-ass teeth out and start gnawing on you, and you ain't going to be nothing left of you. Now, now the duck – size horse, he really ain't got a whole lot that can hurt you. I mean, he's going to have a big giant beak, but he's going to be slower and poop. So, and you could you could just run around him and wear his ass out, and he'd finally give up on you. Okay, so first off, a giant duck would flog you with their wings and one thump, take care of you there. Another thing is they have a huge flat foot. They would stomp you. 
So, yeah. well, I mean, it hardly ain't going to be like a hundred foot duck. It'd so, just be the size of a horse. Anyway, I would pick 100 horse or duck sized horses because they would be adorable and I don't think they would try to fight me. I would just snuggle them all. That's it. Well, That's well according to this question, they're coming for a fight. They got, they riled up. They've, 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 well, be... you could just kick them. <laughs> they're little duck sized horses. Yeah, but you, but what I'm saying is, why am I saying the phrase duck sized horse? <laughs> <laughs> My God, this is a question. <laughs> Uh, I mean, when I said anything goes, I, who, who, I mean, come on, man. Uh, wow. I'll say Somebody it. has asked them that question once upon a time, probably in a high stupor, and they're like, hey, that was a cool question. Nah. I think I'm going to pass that along. I'll just say, I mean, I don't know if there's, you know, any answers correct and wrong at the same time on this, but I really think I would personally, you probably in better shape than I am, so you might be able to fight a hundred duck-sized horses. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't try to fight. I would just lay there and let them do their horsey nays. <laughs> and I, no, they're not. Uh, and I would just, uh, I'd give up before. But see, they're going to be a lot quicker. See, a horse by nature is quicker than a duck. That big old, a big ass duck the size of a horse, he's not going to be able to move too quick. Think they about can it. fly, Brian. No, his big ass couldn't fly. He'd be too big. His wings would be big, and but it don't matter. No, but no, 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 no. He would be too heavy because y'all obviously have never like studied like, like he, well. Now let's study it. What's the biggest bird that can fly? How much does it weigh? I know this. It weighs a little over hundred pound. A horse weighs like eight hundred pound. That is unflyable. That'd be like, it'd have to have a damn jet engine strapped to its hind end to be able to fly. He's just gonna be able to sit there and waddle. I just want to see. And I bet you a dollar you could worry his ass out till he had a heart attack because his heart's gonna be gonna be like the size of a like a like a car engine if he's that big. Well, have fun fighting your giant. First thing I'd do is pick something up and put his eyeballs out. Then you'd have him whooped. (laughs) Uh, anybody got anything else? No. I I want you all to do me a favor. I want you to send us a message on Facebook or Twitter on what you'd rather fight. A hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Because that may be the best and most bizarre question I've ever been asked. And I may change my mind on it later on, but as of right now, it's that giant duck. I'm going to fight him. I'm going to whoop that ass. You'll study on it all night long, won't you? (laughs) Natalie, thank you for joining us. Uh, You're going to be on the week after next. Come here and tell us what we're doing. Top 10 Nirvana song. Dixie, you will be on in four weeks and tell everybody what we're doing by popular demand. 90s country music. Yes, 90s country music. This has been that one show with Brian Combs, with your guests today, Natalie and Dixie. And get out there and see if you all want to fight a bunch of tiny horses or one giant duck. Until next time, thank you for listening. That one show is brought to you by The Goblin Trading Company and is written, produced, and recorded by me, Brian Combs, most of the time right on my kitchen table. If you enjoy this show, please share it with someone who you think may enjoy it as well and check me out on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. As always, thanks for listening and 
we will see you next week.